Podcast! Hello and welcome to Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast hosted by me, Henry Gilbert, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. It's a podcast about graphic novels, sequential art, and comic books, all that stuff. Hey, everybody. Hi. Hey. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm trying out a new intro. I say my name first, but I feel like it should come out. It, I love it. The name should come after I love the, it. Let's put it in the, the spot. Things. We'll put it in a spot. Uh, hey, hi, I'm buddy. Chris Antista. Hey, Chris Antista. I used to read a lot of comics, and you used to be 33. Oh, that's a huge burn, brother. <laughs> and also here, someone who used to be 33, Brad Elston. Uh, yeah, no, I'm still 33. 33. Oh, okay, All yeah, right. stuff your 34s in a sack. And featuring <laughs> the soundboard. Yes. Yay! Great. Yeah, we had a we had a shorter episode last week uh, because we we had we wanted to have fun and drink with our buddies and uh, but this week no fun. Bear with no me. fun. No. All comics. All comics. I've had a very busy week. Oh yeah. Uh, well, actually, strangely busy yet. Uh, I haven't been able to I read mean, any comics practically. Busy huh. and you're yet probably less busy than you normally are. Yeah. So all this week I was on jury duty. Oh. And just before coming here, finally got booted out. So what did you do? Uh, Which race did you disparage? Oh my god. So it? first of all, <laughs> wow. So I I can't go into details because you know Murder. I'm, I'm on. It is. It was a murder case. Murder! Wow. It was a murder case, and all the whole 60s were murdered. <laughs> uh, no. Nah. <laughs> Could be someone's first episode. They don't want to miss that. They are, yeah, it is murdering the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it was, it was a murder case, and there's a hundred-something people in the room, so then, you know, they call... That's how many they start with? They start with a hundred... That's so, awful. That's yeah. like first season of American Idol kind of horseshit. It takes no, an entire it, season it to took three. It took three days to get me out. So basically what happened... Me out? So what happened... And even the judge was like, yeah, this is an atypical situation. Like, oh, everything right. here is not how it's normally done, but because of these circumstances, we're doing... But anyway, 100-something people in a room... A trial mm-hmm. of the Incredible Hulk? Randomly, finally put in Shredder right away. <laughs> uh... I saved that one for Twitter. Um, so then they call twenty four random names out of those hundred. They, mm-hmm. you know, they now progress to the next phase, and now they all get interviewed in front of everyone, answer all these questions from the prosecution defense, blah blah blah, solve Olmec's mystery, and mm-hmm. then like the number and the defendant's black, and he's accused of uh, burglary, <laughs> and then also. There's a murder charge involved, but it was it was vague as to like did he actually commit this murder? But there's some laws that would still implicate him in it. I see. So that's all fuzzy, and a lot of people Uh, are like, "I'm not comfortable with that." And so they kind of got weeded out because it's like you're not here to decide what laws are just. That's Mm. another part. This is is like even even the judge is like, "I can't like my hands Mm. are tied. I'm here to tell you what the law is, and you have to." You get to consider who's telling the truth. You get to consider what evidence is pertinent. You get to decide all those things. But you didn't, one, once you decide those things, you have to follow the law. Mm-hmm. And the law says this. And people are like, no. Yeah. So they leave. They And then, so they whittle out a bunch of people. That's all Monday and two. It, that's all day Monday. That's, you know, nine to four Man. with an hour and a half lunch, which uh-huh. I went to Extreme Pizza and sat by myself. Uh-huh. And, uh, like, and then I was in there again today with you guys. So, uh, deli board. I went there twice. Ooh, so I, yeah. Oh, it's just down the street from your house. So, yeah. Uh, but oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah. So, but then the best part was the number of people who 
when both the defense lawyer and the prosecution lawyer, the state you know representative, mm-hmm. the people, yeah, when they're just like, so yeah, does anybody? Uh, I'm paraphrasing, but it's like, do you have any problems with uh, you know the because they have to ask these kinds of questions. They're like, yeah. is there anything about the race of the of the defendant that that sets in, you know, that is going to be a problem? Ooh. And then there are people who are like, yeah. Wow. Like, you set, bet you're right. Like, uh, no, it was yeah. all like no. other, it was like, there were no, oh, I don't yeah, think there was, a, I don't think there was a single white person that said that. It was, mm-hmm. it was like, uh, uh, every other race, like it was a very good pool of people. Like that's why I was like, eh, this is pretty good. It's not a big pile of white guys. Like mm-hmm. this is good. But, were, but, so but like many. the like, there's this Chinese dude who was like, yeah, I think my, my wife was assaulted by a black guy once, so I don't think I trust black people. Wow. And they're just like, you can go. But it's like, well, I can't. <laughs> well, they tell you to lie about that stuff too. Like, but it's like the, I wouldn't lie about it because mm-hmm. if anyone in here follows me to my car, mm-hmm. you deserve to get beat up. Ah. <laughs> Uh, but I mean that is that's the trick. Uh, that one episode Larry David did on Kirby Enthusiasm. He said, well, "I don't like darkies." Was what he said <laughs> just to get off. The, he was just thrown off the jury. Yeah, but I was just I was just frankly surprised. And it, you would, I'm sure, some people are saying it. They just want out of jury. Too. Yeah, but I'm mm-hmm. sure there's some people who honestly are like that. Mm-hmm. And well, there of course there are. But it was yes. just it was just surprising to see that I, happen yeah. in front of in front of a judge. And a hundred other people who are all like, really? Mm-hmm. Um, I got in a situation at work today, our office, with coworkers, where I was the only one not comfortable saying the N-word. And Boy, every, what a Seriously, world and world. everybody around me was of a different ethnicity. Mm. I was the only stark uh, whitey. I see. Mm. Well, that is tough when you're at, a, uh, you're at a rap concert and you want to sing along. Then it's okay. That's okay. You're just in, in part fact, of the... I turn around, make eye contact with the closest black person, and just scream in his face. Nah, yeah, Donald Glover had a pretty funny joke about that. Well, guys, I... Uh, well, how did, how did you I'm story yeah, okay, I, I'm, I'm pulling this. a Henry here and just whatever I want to talk about. All right, I want to hear this. Next, we'll talk about your taxi story. Yeah, Henry is a bona fide social justice warrior. Now. I know, you are. God damn it. You made, I, you made the chart. My... All sorry, right, sorry, come sorry. on. So then Tuesday starts... They now dismiss, like, of those 24 people, they dismiss, like, eight of them. They call mm-hmm. eight new names out of those hundred. I'm among them. Mm-hmm. Then they get to me. The literal only thing they ask me is, oh, I see you have a journalism degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Wow. And I'm like, you didn't ask me about, you didn't ask me if I, you know, which race wow. I hate the least. Like, you didn't ask me anything. Like, it sounds like you're going to look into this too much. Or you're, you're, we don't want him to read in all Well, no, things. so what happened was it, it looked like I was going to, because then I got moved to the actual jury 12-seat oh. box. And then I'm like, oh, shit, this is it, right? Uh-huh. And then it's like, this is a murder trial. This is going to be over six to seven weeks uh-huh. and you know probably gonna wrap up you know it'll be a while mm-hmm. and i'm like wait how many days does our job cover and i looked it up and it was like basically by the time it was done i ended up having to go a whole month with no money oh, wow Jeez. and so i finally filled out a form that i'm because you can fill out hardship forms if you're like mm-hmm. i've already booked travel mm-hmm. i have something that's gonna i'm gonna be out of the state that's or or whatever, and it, and you can do all that, and a lot of people would dismiss through that. And finally, I'm like, I realize I am super ass late with this, mm-hmm. so I apologize. And if you can't grant it, so be it. But I am going to submit this mm-hmm. because I will literally not get paid for almost a month <laughs> because of this. Uh-huh. If this was like a two week, you know, larceny mm-hmm. trial or arson or something, mm-hmm. Fine, I'm not going to I'm not going to fight you on this. But like, Ugh. I won't get paid. For a month. For a month. Then $0. Mm-hmm. You're going to give me $2 an hour or whatever it is you guys yeah. So, 
I turned that in, and the judge, who's normally the one who dismisses people for mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. he didn't dismiss me. Oh. It, it came around to, after they've gone through, the defense and the prosecution can then just randomly, they bounce back and forth. They mm-hmm. oscillate of like, is there anyone, jurors number 1 through 22, that you want to dismiss? And they bounce back and forth based mm-hmm. on answers you've given. And then finally one of them just said, you can go. Ah. And I was like, all right, I've otherwise been completely silent <laughs> and awful. just sat here. Yeah. But hey, you know, three days off of work, it was pretty cool. I got home. I got home at 4:45 and played a lot of Dark Souls. That's the right one. I wanted the real Spider-Man one. Again, not that either. Showing a lot of legs. Jeez. <laughs> All right, so that's wow. 4:45. That is exciting. But, but mm-hmm. I couldn't read any comic books because oh, when yeah. I got home last week mm-hmm. from my trip to Illinois, really quick, mm-hmm. I left my wallet in a cab. And then immediately started canceling all my cards. The Aww. cab guy drove back to my house and gave me my wallet back. Whoa! Like, Within what? Like an hour? Within an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So wow. it, was, it was enough time for me to go, should I? Should I? I should. Call. Call. I cancel. Uh-huh. Cancel the cards. Sit there like, god damn it. I'm going to have to get a new driver's license. Bell rings. You know, the building <laughs> bell rings. Like, mm-hmm. what? I go downstairs. It's the cab driver, and I'm like, what? Wow. And I tried to give him... I tried. I had a $50 bill on me, yeah. and I'm mm-hmm. like, please take mm-hmm. that. And he's like, I can't. Nope, you guys are super nice. Wow, to, that is the nicest cab yep. driver I've ever heard of. Uh, so, yeah, that was awesome, but I already canceled all my cards. So wow. then I sat down last night, or this morning, to, well, today when I got home, I was like, mm-hmm. man, I got dismissed from jury. Oh, Silver Surfer number one, Ghost Rider Woo! number one, Woo! New Superior... I kill oh, my cards are dead and they're all tied to iTunes. I can literally not purchase uh, you want an iTunes gift card in the meantime, sweetie. That'd be great. That is the something I that's something I've liked when I've canceled credit cards in the past or I had to get a new number because then everything I subscribe to ends, and if I <laughs> if I notice it, uh, I, if I notice it that it stopped, yeah. then then I know it was worth it. Otherwise, yeah. it was a char a recurring charge I kept forgetting about. So I've been a member. That of, eventually happens to my physical Blu-ray discs Netflix portion of my uh, subscription. You gotta I haven't drop used it. In two years. Yeah, I uh, I've been a member of IGN Insider for oh, about God. for about thirteen years and yeah. have never been able to successfully oh, my AOL cancel. subscription. I've never <laughs> been able to cancel it. Like really? I've I've called like I have done everything there is to do, and every time I get stuck on a feedback loop. Some good stuff there this week. I. I wouldn't know. I don't know if it's still there. It is there. Anyway. I, I think it's still going. I think I paid for it. It's $20 a year. Mm-hmm. And I think I paid for it in like 2001 mm-hmm. because it was like, ooh, a Metroid Prime trailer. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And then. You would have yeah. put that behind the wall. I don't well, know. Ba- I, I, no, I, I think that's right because back then, like, back then just having actually, a yeah, video. They put the Matrix Reloaded review. Behind the insider wall, and I remember it was like a mad scramble for people to pirate it and post it. In Them having form. a video was a big deal, <laughs> yeah. like, just to watch a video. Yep, that if, was the age we lived in. If I may capitalize on Elson's kindness to strangers, um, the complete opposite. Uh, I was responsible for today. Another bike mishap. Boy, biking. What happened? Did you see the rain that was coming down today? It was yeah, heavy it was, rain. It's, I've never had rain that was rain. so heavy rain, so loud that it woke me up. At four in the morning. Wow! It was it was embarrassing. It was well, like I mean, a bad that's like Florida. In Florida, it's still it's, it's, it's no. There's rain, still a gentleness to it, but it was like mm-hmm. a bad Hollywood production trying to mimic rain. Like guys, that's way too much. That's it was so People loud. Think that's rain. And then my pl- someone had asked, us, "What happens when it rains and you bike to work? Do you bring a spare change of clothes?" I'm like, no. I wait, looking at my window, hoping it will let up until the very last minute. <laughs> I, that's what I do. Is I'm not bringing an extra bag. 
And I, I, of course, it didn't get in. Hey, this new down jacket of mine. I guess that's waterproof. It wasn't. Uh, glasses are beaded with water and fog. And I'm, fuck, I'm a, a little dangerous. late. I pushed it to the limit. And um, so I get to a red light. And I see, I want to say I see another bike coming. Uh-huh. But I was like, I wanted to get to the station. I needed to buy a Red Bull. I didn't stop for one earlier. Uh, and the light turns green. And I just go like normal. And then I just hear, holy shit. <laughs> and the bike didn't stop at the red light. And all the cars <laughs> took notice of it. But I didn't. And so and for uh-huh. s- some weird instinct, instead of panicking, I just mm-hmm. like, well, pedal harder. <laughs> and she hit my back tire to where like my back tire went. Uh-huh. And... Cataclysmic crash. Ah! <laughs> and I see oh. this woman in the middle of the intersection just spill into the middle of the street. Jesus. And I turn around in a split second. It's raining. Late. Fuck you. Your fault. <laughs> oh, gone. Yeah, gone. Left a woman, left a woman writhing in the middle of the street. And I'm wondering if, like, somewhere, <laughs> am I responsible for that? Did somebody get my license number? Am I admitting to something right here? I don't know. But wait, so the person behind you didn't stop. What, what? person behind you? You didn't run a red light. No, she on, on the crossroad. She she would have t-boned me had I, I not pedaled it. a little harder. Right, well, that's her fault. It's totally her fault. Yeah, a part of me. No, super- every day I watch cyclists go through red lights and yeah, stop I mean, signs. This is at a busy every intersection day. too. Every single day. I don't usually go through red lights unless every I can. every single day. No cop, no stop, baby. No, that's, it's it's yeah. less the cop and more like. You can't like you will die. I I try my goddamn best to mm-hmm. be aware of everyone on bikes in the road. Sure, but the morning commute it is a mad dash, and everyone thinks mm-hmm. they have the right away. And it's mm-hmm. like my ass. It's okay for you to go screaming down a, a hill mm-hmm. at a forty five degree angle right through the intersection because it's a you're really on a bike. scary. That's a really scary intersection too. But it's all just like. Yeah, stop on the fucking stop sign. That's the rules of the road. It's, it's, now, hold it's not rules of what you the feel stop like. stop signs... You are meant to okay, follow the there same... Are, there are no cars. Would there be stop signs? There would not be. The stop signs are there for vehicles, giant vehicles that move very fast. That doesn't matter. And the, you stop... When you take driver's ed, you also learn all these things stop, apply to I'm you. I'm just saying, you stop and you look around to see if there are any vehicles coming in any direction. I don't need... To stop to have that amount of time. I'm on a bike going a fifth of the speed that you are. I have a right, good way. You can come rolling down a hill in mm-hmm. the amount of time that I look. Oh, no car. Oh, no, the hill next to your house, I could put on my brakes and skid right through that yeah. intersection if I'm not careful. And that's why every single day mm-hmm. there's a bunch of fucking loonies coming mm-hmm. from Sunset or wherever and they're just screaming down this hill. And it's like, when you collide with a car, it I will be the guy in the car's fault. And that's mm-hmm. bullshit. I, I just turned 34 and like now I'm envisioning. Even like, not only bike accidents, but like the train derailing. Like, what would oh, I better put my arm out just in case it derails somewhere during my forty-five minute trip to work? Is what? it this long without comics? Yeah, I'm well, sorry. It's fifteen minutes. I'm nah. sorry. Well, guys, uh, you know, I did want to crow about uh, being a social justice warrior. I got a crow sound finally. effect, Hank. <laughs> sorry. You can't like, just I, Google crow sound effects. I was really hoping to hear crow try, to you try. robot. I, I'm right, curious. I'll get back to you. Keep anyway, can you uh, so, you know, guys, I am <laughs> a social justice warrior. Sorry. But uh, what happened was... Uh, Mr. Burns sounds in the... <laughs> in, my regular, in, uh, in my regular ass job, I wrote a... <laughs> 
Social oh justice. My God. I... Social justice. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Ooh. Hey, can you do it on the soundtrack of murder? Oh. All right. I wrote a story about uh, <laughs> being... No, do not stop. I wrote please a story keep, about... Please keep the crows. I need this levity. <laughs> okay. I wrote a story about being annoyed that so many niche RPGs that I enjoy that have to have, like, naked 12-year-olds yeah. driving around. And, uh, what? Was it Bradley Default? No, Bradley no. Default isn't... But it's, but Dude, one, that shit got to me. It's bad for another reason. Yeah. But, no, like... It's Sen- a great game, but yeah. Like, Senran Kagura, Disgaea... No, uh, all, all those Conception games. Conception 2. Uh, Artanelico, all the NIS things. I Demon Gaze. I was a big, big fan of, and they, much like Fox, <laughs> oh, slowly became... Yeah, it happened it, what, so gradually. happened so I gradually, didn't I didn't even notice. notice. It became a pornographic... became porn chat. And yeah, yeah, no. Like, I, whatever the last Artanelico was, I remember getting special edition art book soundtrack, mm. flipping through the art book, and it's all these flat-chested, clearly 12... 11 year old mm. girls in tiny skirts like all posing with huge uh, eyes and looking sad and looking like and then they're in the bikinis and I it's hope just to like, have Greg on laser time to talk about culturally why that's okay in Japan right? I still don't think well I don't think I think it's because they think cool. they, they worship them like the Egyptians worship cats but by they this was a theory I this is a different theory I've heard that mm. That uh, it's the called moe. Nerds in America and and nerds in Japan, they both are lonely and masturbate a lot. <laughs> Those are both things that happen. Yes. But I think in Japan they have a little less uh, shame about it. No, there is there's like, almost no shame as long yeah. as they don't do it in public. So they're just like, I'm an otaku anyway. I'm nobody respects me. So fuck it. I'm gonna look at the dirtiest shit I can and buy it with no no care in the world. And I'm just gonna jerk off all yeah. day. And it just yeah, the game slowly became that's the character yeah. design. And I'm like, I can't buy these anymore. Yeah, I, I, I talked about this with Ray Barnholt, uh, former Laser Time guest and, yeah. and Retronauts guy. That he that you know the, the I think it is these games they know it sells better they it is they're in a niche market even in Japan they're in a niche market there actually that was the exact explanation I got and so if you want to stand out mm-hmm. then like they they saw in their first games you had a little bit of dirtiness mm-hmm. and that's what people glommed onto that's what people were doing fan art but about it's, like, it's not even so it, keep it, upping in each game yeah and it's something that when I did ask this directly it's that it's not it's literally a sell for the game it's not something people take shame and it's like shit you see that girl because yeah. in 03 when the first Disgaea came out it was like yeah Etna's kind of kind of that but the difference yeah. with her is she doesn't have I mean Etna's design is what it is yeah, it but is. she's but it also it fills it works with her character to a certain extent mm-hmm. she is this but she was kind of alone in it, and they didn't yeah, play it yeah. up as much. They didn't play well, that. They much. localized that shit out of it. Yeah, they didn't play it up, and then. But it also fits her. Like she has a personality. She has an actual defined. Like she yeah. has a character. She's in charge of all these printies. She rules this thing, and she's. You can define her by traits that are not, you know, girl. Mm-hmm. Like she has a character, mm-hmm. and I'm sure all these RPGs they all have characters too. Yeah. The Artanelico yeah. characters one and two that I've played, uh, sure, they're all great characters. Um, uh, innocent but fuck mop. Um. You literally put crystals in them and bone them, <laughs> but yeah, so the, you can open up their memories and whatever. The, but yeah, yeah it got they're, they're it, this anyway, is, These are the things that are downers for 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 manga too. Mm-hmm. Like that, I think too much of it gets into just it's all just a sexy harem now. You know, well, I, I, and, it's not that I think I I'm very much a cultural relativist. I'm not going to tell mm-hmm. Japan how to live or what morals to live by. But I will say. If you're localizing again and don't remove that kind of horseshit, it it 
it's already like a big leap for me to get through the stunted dialogue and the terrible voice acting. But that really removes me from the situation, mm-hmm. where like I have to start thinking about things that aren't involved in the plot. Yeah, but but so I wrote that, mm-hmm. and then uh, then the next week, uh, somebody on Imager posted an image that was like social yeah, justice yeah, yeah. warriors to avoid or SJWs. Which, think- if you see a comment from somebody mm-hmm. that classifies someone with the with the SJW, not social justice warrior, but SJW. You are free to ignore their point yes. from that point it's just on. Like like the, idea, they, yeah. the idea that you think everything is so equal mm. that mm. anyone sticking, like anyone advocating anything, is social yeah. justice and that's bad is yeah. like what? I don't know what planet you live on. Or that there are white knights. They're just white knighting stuff, or they're just trying to look cool and progressive by bringing this stuff up. Like right? Yeah. I brought. I'm. I'm not saying no one has ever done that, but. I am bringing it. To, I brought it up in this specific case because uh, games I like are getting too fucking gross. Like that's why. A little bit. And then when I would get people like the reply back, like the one I hated the most. This is one that can go to comic books. Mm-hmm. Was that uh, I compared it to the game Dragon's Crown and the recent game's Dragon Crown, which I really liked playing, mm-hmm. and it was it was a great callback to to um, like brawlers of old, RPG centric brawlers of old. That, uh, but but the women in the game were drawn like crazy, crazy. You no, know, but the defense of that is everybody was drawn crazy. Well, see, that's what I didn't like. The guy was like, "What? The men were exploited." I was like, "No." Oh, who are you? and I I thought, From "No." Who are you talking? Who are you talking about? Are you talking about the barbarian who had a giant? Who, who did have a giant muscular chest? He's not pointing his ass at the screen. You can't see the outline of his of his dick he's, in his pants. He's not sexual. If you were to sexualize him to the extent that any woman drawn in that game is sexualized, that would be a different story. And even if that were true, that would be a ratio of 1 to 17. <laughs> so to say it is equal is crazy talk. Yeah, because right. uh, there, right. there was a good uh, that, that webcomic you mentioned yeah. about... Uh, the short pact. Yeah, where it's like, no, that's a male power fantasy. That like mm. saying, like, oh, all the dudes are buff is like, no. Yeah. Like and then the girl redraws Batman. It's like here is him sexualized, yeah, and now that yeah, makes you uncomfortable because I don't want to look at Batman drawn. Lo- he's like I don't like looking to this. He's like, got that's these... the background noise of my entire uh, yeah. fucking life. It's got like, like yeah, he's got this like slender athletic build, mm-hmm. and he's big, got these big, big eyes, eyes pouty lips, pouted lips, oh, and, you know, <laughs> and, it, and you know, and his mask really shows a lot of his face, and he's real mm-hmm. handsome, and he's got this. He's want yeah. to bury your face in his chest. And that forget. was something I, I heard about at GDC that I thought was pretty cool. That they had this uh, panel like how to how to sexualize male characters, and they talked about how how most American games don't bother with. And they talked about how in Japan they actually do. Like they yeah. care about having a they like having a pretty boy character. So well, yeah, because there they bothered to actually cultivate an audience of girls women, who want yeah. that same thing, and it's like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but yeah. So it is. I don't. I must look like a monster to the Japanese. I've only visited Japan a, a couple times. Like I definitely don't know. I don't understand Japan. Really, I can't say that. But yeah, it. Uh, I speaking of comics uh, and also people on Retronauts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw Jerry Parrish. He had an interesting post about Ranma One Half, mm-hmm. where he Ranma One Half was one of my favorite comics. Mm-hmm. Fuck, twenty years ago. Twenty. Fucking years ago. 20 years ago. I loved Ron 1F. Uh, 96. The arcade I think it was, was mind-blowing. 
Like, uh, yeah, Ron one half in the mid-90s. I think Tyler Wilde read that, too, back then. What? Ron one half, <laughs> right? I, I wouldn't have admitted it. Just, uh, gra- just grabbing some water. Anyway, he really didn't want to talk. Jeremy Parrish, uh, he was he just did a post about it that he he still liked from a one half and he thought it's a funny martial arts comedy, mm-hmm. uh, but it's also it has cool martial arts fight scenes when it happens, but it's also jokey. But the thing he didn't like was when he was reading, he's like, "Well, here's a page with a naked sixteen year old on it. Here's another one." And, he, and this was drawn twenty years ago, so it was not it wasn't as, the fan service wasn't as crazy back mm-hmm. then, but it is still. It took him out of it, and he said that, like, this is what makes him feel old. He's like, this doesn't... I'm not offended by it, but I feel very old now. Yeah, I'm not... I, put in that context, it's like an 80s movie, or like when fucking Kelly LeBrock gets out of the weird science machine, mm-hmm. and this stupid 80s saxophone... Like, the, uh, the, the slow pan up with the saxophone music. Like, that shit is so cornball and awful, and we moved past it a long time ago... To see that it's still done without yes. a sense of irony. In well, most Japanese also, how games. much they just, well, in speaking of 80s movies, just in 80s movies, how much they just hit women. Just like, <laughs> and, uh, or they're just like, snap out of it. That's enough out of you. <laughs> and then nobody really minds that much when you hit women. I don't, All right. I don't have a woman hitting sound effect. That's enough out of you. But, jeez. Uh, of comics I read, I, I did want to. Jeez, uh, what did I read? I did read the new Nova collection, which gets a lot better than the Jeff Loeb one. The Jeff Loeb one was basically just like, what if we made a shitty movie for right. Nova? Here's the plot. And, like, it, it really was just his pitch for a Nova movie that would work as a spinoff to Guardians of the Galaxy. And honestly, I think that could still end up being the Nova movie we would see, like, three years from now. Well, I, I but the new one is much more Nova. in continuity. Hmm? I thought they were going to. I figured they would do more with Nova. Uh, well, after... their Nova is the Nova Core is part of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, like, well, I just uh, see like the, the big relaunch, and then they're like Marvel Steve... Infinite launching with Nova. Yeah, I and... thought I thought Nova would be at the at yeah, the center that... of it, but I mean, uh, you know, Doctor Steve Brule mm-hmm. is a member of the Nova Core. What? What? Dummies, <laughs> you dummy! Just go to sleep. It cuts down on the alone time. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you've seen Doctor Steve Bluewell. Season three's I on. I need to see. Check it. Uh, uh, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah, it's a it's a great show that that uh, that Dude. guy doesn't need to do. John C. Riley. John C. Riley doesn't yeah. need to do. He just does it with for absolutely. I'll show you in between botchmanies. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, I I uh, I wish I'm actually trying to figure out where I am. With uh, I wanted to read more Captain America stuff. Yep, and I like went to buy something, and I noticed I have a Captain America collection. Yeah, my... don't you have that omnibus? No, it, well, I, that was Henry's. I bought it from Henry because uh, I was I, I kind of was like, do I want to reread? I do want to reread Winter Soldier because I mm-hmm. love their portrayal of what he did in World War Two. Yeah, and that it, uh, and I guess it can't be with Human Torch anymore. Nope, uh, but, no Human Torch. But I, I do actually. I wonder if they could have old Human Torch. Cause Maybe because that's what it was. It was, it was the character. It was yeah, Android. and like just but just like this Extinction Squad for America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, it, it is written. It's not written about glowingly in the Brubaker comic, from what I remember. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like they were they well, were heroes, but they were kind of monsters. Well, it wasn't. Uh, the, if you mean the young allies or the, the the ally superheroes, I think it was just they were. It was Namor, Namor. Torch, and Cap, and it was before it was before what heroes were was established with in the Silver Age, and yeah. so 
They're just like, we're not heroes. We're guys in costumes who kill Nazis. Yes. Like, that's our job. And, it, it and we just kill Nazis. Disproportionately like, monstrous, like, when I recall the panels. And I, I, I was excited to go back and revisit that. And uh, I like Brubaker had flashback scenes yeah. where uh, where Bucky cuts a guy's throat. Like, he just killed, because he's a watch, he's a guard, and he's going he's gonna to rat him out. So do you remember where the omnibus went up to? I believe the omnibus ends with the assassination, with the death of Captain 20, America. Twenty-five. So 25. I just finished Civil War, mm-hmm. and that's that's the end of Civil War, essentially. Yes. yes. And um, the epilogue to Civil War is the death of Captain. America. When does Brubaker pick back up Captain America? Is, he never, is when he, never... he brings him back. It is basically twenty-five issues later. It goes up to fifty. But he Brubaker kept writing though. He wrote him he, the whole he time. He stayed on but we, but, but I'm, the one I have is, is Steve Rogers is definitely When back. Steve Rogers comes back, that's basically two and a half years later. But yeah. there's there's no grand entrance, and I didn't read anything no, there's, in between. No, there is a grand entrance, but well, it was not, in a mini Not the collection I have. Okay. Did then. you read the in-between where there's like no. a few issues with no cap whatsoever? and then I have, and then I have, I've read a couple of not cap books that it's... Well, have you uh, read them with Bucky? Bucky yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, well, I think like I read a he lot. He was of a good cap. You got to read all that. It's all. Is it? It's, it's all great. Good. So I shouldn't be skipping. One hundred percent good. It, it's it like is, fighting Baron Zemo now, and it, no, uh, all the way. Through. It is. It is a seventy-issue epic mm-hmm. that kind of ends. Well, actually, it doesn't even end with the end of with the return of Steve. It mm-hmm. sort of ends there. That's, yeah, it loses a little steam. It there. loses some steam, and then uh, after Fear itself, all steam is gone. Yeah, I, I but, definitely quit reading. Um, well, uh, Baker's heart wasn't in. Yeah, it. when it flipped to six hundred, mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of when I was like, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, though Brubaker's last issue is a great last issue, like it's one of my favorite last issues. That I where I feel like I have it. Uh, it's it basically is like it's a single issue story that's just goodbye, like basically just saying goodbye to Captain America, and it's really it's really cool. I cannot wait to see the Captain America movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited super excited. But I don't want anybody on Twitter tweeting at me. None of you Britos. No, yeah, none of you Britos. <laughs> better spoil the. The police guys, please don't spoil the movie for me. You didn't spoil Avengers for me, and I really appreciate that. So, you know, again, it's not as spoil Captain America either. You can spoil Amazing Spider-Man all you want. I don't spoil Amazing Spider-Man 2. I don't care. But do not spoil Captain America. I hear they're going to set up a Sinister Six movie. I have heard, yes. They've... So without reading, I haven't read any of the synopses. I don't want to read any of the synopses because I want to have the childlike awe of walking into a movie and feeling magical for <laughs> once in my life. For, for once a year, just... Please, um, but yeah, I'm guessing it's got to be something like just. I mean, this is pointless speculation because the answers are out there if you want to yeah, find them, right. and the movie will be out in a week and a half. But we're not those kind of people. Yeah, uh, we got to fill time. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> disagree. Uh, but no, I just I'm guessing since they've already said this is more like Avengers 1.5, and this mm-hmm. one leads directly into Avengers 2. So whereas Guardians, we don't really know. I guess really where that's going to net out mm-hmm. at the end. Unless they're trying to set up a cosmic storyline that is going to be closer to like Annihilation or, but the, yeah. I mean they got the gems going, so you got gems, you got Thanos. That they means got, they got in, the gems baking off in yeah. outer space. And they need Cap to set up the terrestrial Ultron stuff. Yeah, so they'll do that, and I'm guessing since well, I think two things will happen. I think one, uh, Cap's going to go rogue a la Civil War, yeah, because it's clear he's not happy with this surveillance state that exists present day mm-hmm. shield is doing a lot of preemptive attacks and i'm gonna guess they have some kind of overseer technology a la skynet and i bet they call it ultron <laughs> and then i bet yeah. it comes and then i bet no. it goes see this is the uh, did you see the set picks that 
came out? Yeah, but I'm saying it goes haywire, it builds itself a body, or it has a body, or whatever. Whatever the case may be. Or those are all drones that AI is sending out a la Skynet. Yeah, see, I, I just don't want to think about these things too much. But I do think a Civil War situation is going to come up. Yeah. I think that would at least, like... It would give the Avengers... The Avengers are so awesome at the yeah. by the end of the first Avengers that now they're like, no, these Avengers don't work for the government. They're outlaws now. And they're going yeah. to have to... They're going to have to form up again as a team to beat Ultron on top of the government not wanting them. Yeah, because, I mean, Thor's not going to... Much like Civil War, Thor was dead at the time. Mm. I was dead at the time. Uh, Eddie Izzard, no? All right. I didn't get that one, sorry. Dressed to kill? Come on. It's It's been a while. It's It's been a while. I was dead at the... Anyway. Um, Yeah, because Thor was... When Thor did come back and he found out what Iron Man did Mm -hmm. in his... You know, built the fake he Thor beat cyborg. The shit out of him. He was like, I, why, I can't believe you would do this. It's, mm-hmm. it's uh, when Straczynski rebooted Thor. It's like number three or something. It's an amazing confrontation between Thor and Iron Man. Yeah, it was a really good one. I and loved it. Though then, then they made a point of making them friends again sure. after after Secret Invasion. Sure, was. and I get it, but yeah, it, it is like you're introducing too many characters. You've got Scarlet Witch, you got Quicksilver coming in, and you got Vision coming in. It's like. Uh, some characters either need to die or be written out of the main Avengers mm-hmm. storyline. Well, and some people don't want to be in these movies anymore. Yeah. They don't want to keep doing it. I mean, it, this is so. Downey's last one, right? It is. Uh, like, no, he's for Avengers 3 also, I believe. His deal uh, goes it? to Avengers for 2 and 3. Certainly is that Ev- Chris Evans keeps talking about... Um, he wants to be a director. Well, he's yeah. like, he says, if you see me acting, it'll be as Captain America and nothing else because I have no interest in it anymore and wow. I want to be behind the camera. Yeah. It just, so, as he's, Cole, a, he's such a beautiful he's, man. He's a beautiful <laughs> man and fucking great. He belongs in front of the camera. I don't man. know. I wish he was cast in more comedies. His, his role in Scott Pilgrim, he yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, he was really good. Uh, oh, bef- before we take a break, let's... Superior Spider-Man 30, huh? Yeah? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that pretty, was... Pretty cool. That's I mean, pretty nuts. I didn't expect what happened. It all happens like at that. once. Like, it moves I, so... It, it moves almost super, feels rushed. It feels it super fast, but it's also like... I think you guys read it rushed, because it was, well, there seemed like to be a lot of panels and things you should have I was in a rush at. to read it before no, I, leaving I, I read... I, I've got a life, not, lifetime of reading comics like brag this. About so. it, but brag about your reading all you want. There's like... there are There's a panel... With hundreds of other panels in it. Yeah, and I, I looked at all of them. Take, well, you're I'm, good. I'm going to reread no, it to like, say more. Good. I this, like, yeah, I've got a bigger comic reading dick. Like, it doesn't it, mean it, anything. It were, it, just... there, was, there was a lot. We all read it rushed, and there were yeah. a, lot, a, a lot of panels there I felt like were worth lingering on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that That's kind of irrelevant, because it's still like, that's just visual like the story it's, it's the like beauty of this, comics this, my friend this no this was a year of stories <laughs> where peter disappeared for like six months mm-hmm. solely so he could be disappeared mm-hmm. and then just kind of showed up because and then kind of came back because well it's it and i mean I we all call we what all call this we, i mean not that any of us are surprised because we I, all call this last january we're like this yeah. will go on for about 30 issues i thought and a month done... before the next movie comes out he'll be back it sounds so. like i think i think it was done a little more elegantly than you think it was done. i think it was elegantly done but i what i didn't eh. it should have been a triumphant moment yeah but it was less so because i like because of the system that if if amazing if there weren't the pre-orders and everything, Amazing Spider-Man could just come out next month and we wouldn't have had any warning. But now we've had like two months warning. Like, yeah, Pete's coming back. So. Yeah, like that's the problem. The meta of all this is like, I know, we all know mm. it's going to happen. And then once you start pre-orders and show the cover and mm. talk about the first story arc and all this stuff, mm. and here's the next big event, it's like, no, you're killing the entire purpose 
of this story, which was to make us believe, if even for a moment, that Peter was actually going to be gone. And gone and, forever. And you immediately started like pedaling, backpedaling. Well, the way back, but that road was being paved for a couple of months. It was always being paved. No, it had been, been, it had been paved since the beginning. Like, yeah, but like, but like people there. realizing the identity of Superior, the mm-hmm. Avengers saying like, well, he's No, that's he's all out, fine. The point is, in, at the, in the end, no one ever actually pointed the finger. No one ever actually got him. It was well, just. It, it just happens. Did. No one actually did. It. Only bad guys know. I. I think too. At the end of this, like Peter will be Peter again, but Cap won't. He'll be like, like you were you were Doc Ock this whole time. Where's your proof? You have none of it. His brain yeah, is. Uh, the his only, mind is gone. The only thing here is, I'm still like, it's not even much of a status quo change because even pre this. I think it's a more interesting... He was still back to a menace status. Well, not like, with the Avengers. If he's uh, that's actually true, thrown, that's true. If this gets him off uh, most Avengers teams... That's and, true. That's... And makes people distrust him, that... Well, also, it's not worth it if... It would just be lame if at the end of Superior, they're like, and back to the total status quo it was before he went there. Like, that. that's well, not only, as interesting. Only thinking of it coupled with uh, whatever Jameson's arc becomes... Well, he's because he they're going to take gonna, back over the Daily Bugle. I'm guessing. Well, that's the thing that that that's the ultimate status quo. That they're mm-hmm. both going to reclaim their old yes, roles in every yeah. single way. So what I liked, uh, well, the the moment they started the at the very start of this arc, I was like, oh, they're going to undo him as mayor too now. Great, but uh, what I what I liked at the hey, well, let's just spoil it real quick. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you haven't read it, you know Peter's coming back. Like yeah. so. But the, the moment I really liked was I wondered how they were going to get him to get get all of his memories back. Because mm-hmm. it was set up. He only had like 32 memories mm-hmm. that that uh, that kept. Very specific number. Yeah. And so I thought, oh shit, is, is mm-hmm. the first story arc going to be him re- refining his memories and all that stuff? And then that it like completes this time loop where he ends up saving himself with that brain transfer... Mm-hmm. That Wi-Fi brain transfer he did in issue 700 in the end, mm-hmm. just because he remembers Doc Ock remembering his stuff. Like, I thought that was an interesting, an interesting way to fix that. Yeah, I mean that's fine. But yeah, it, it, it's still just like. Except that one line of Doc Ock saying, "And I will forget all my conquests or my victories." And like, so you're you're not going to remember any of this? Yeah. Steven? So Peter, well, that that also gives Peter some problems to deal with. Just like, yeah. I... Somebody's going to say, like, hey, like, Black Cat's going to say, hey, you beat me up and put me in jail, asshole. And he's like, I don't remember doing that. Like, no, but that Doc is going to erase it, his knowledge of this entire saga. Well, no, Doc... He says... I, no, as far as Doc is concerned, he's dead. His ghost is gone. Like, he deleted well, himself. There is no Doc Ock anymore. They yeah. show the gold robot again. I have a feeling we'll see that thing again. It was a memory of the gold robot. Yeah, it was the memory yeah, of the but gold it's, robot. It's, it, if that were a movie, it's like... What's that thing? That Look, Doc gone? Ock's not going to be gone. No, yes. no, he'll be back. He'll be back. Uh, so what's let, that? If, let if, me if, you think. Show, if you show a gun in the Around first act, when the Sinister Six movie comes out, you'll see a Doc But that's Ock. the gun shown in the first act. When it's yeah, time to bring yeah. him back, that's the thing that does it because it's he, fresh in your memory. So here's the other thing I really liked about it: that the last two pages were a recreation or an homage to my favorite last, some of my favorite last two pages or pages in Spider-Man history, mm-hmm. which might be the ones Brett didn't like as a symbiote fan uh, in at the in the collection that is the symbiote comics for the for, of all issues of amazing when he had the symbiote suit not not just a black costume but the one that was the alien symbiote at the end 
he's got to like Hobgoblin's like, hey, somebody, you better come and get me, Spider Man. Then Spider Man puts back on his red and blue costume yeah. and and puts on the metal web slingers and and then goes like, my turn. Mm, and yeah. that's the same scene at the end of issue thirty. And I thought that was a really cool homage. I liked it. That was cool. Uh, I thought it was a cool moment. I just hate. I, I kind of didn't like that. Of co- of course, mm-hmm. it ends with Doc Ock going, and you truly are the <laughs> superior <laughs> spot. Yep, yep. Knew that was coming. Uh, like, I don't know. It's well, just it's, it's just a little corny. I, I, I tried it. to read a little more into that. I did like the scene. You did what I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I'm too fucked. Yeah, I'm too emotionally fucked to save the person I actually care about. So he sacrificed himself for someone else. I did like the whole interaction of like I overcompensate because I know I'm not as good as I think you you, for half a person. Let's break that. Yeah, you you over you overcompensate because you are better than everyone and you don't like and don't feel like you should be. Uh That's both of our flaws. It was like both of them actually seeing them, Peter and Otto, actually talking to each other with all the villainy and heroism that, removed. It was mm-hmm. like that's. Neat. I really liked that. Yeah. That scene. Was I cool. really liked that. I again. I thought. It, I thought. It, I guess. I thought it was way more well done than you did. That well. That that exact part where they are talking. I'm yeah, like, this is great. Yeah. But it it's the whole thing of it where I'm like. Peter disappeared because it was convenient as a writing device to just let you focus on Otto being him without sure. Peter. And it's like, okay, sure, fine. Mm-hmm. But then he came back solely because it's... A, it was it, time. It was time. And, the you know, our year and a half's almost up, guys. It was just so... Like, the whole thing was like... Mm-hmm. It started very strong, and I was very interested in it. And I never lost interest. It's mm-hmm. just now that it's over, I am kind of like... Well, yeah, I, I, we all knew we were going to get here. Actually, so. losing major interest in the last couple of issues. Yeah, I was too. I mm-hmm. thought the goblin thing would be interesting, but instead, mm-hmm. it's like it's almost uh, uh, Batman, it Batman and Robiny. It doesn't feel it's big like, enough. It's right. just too many villains. It's yeah. like here's Menace. I thought Menace was here's the Goblin King. They have been building here's up a new goblins for a while. Here's like, Monster or whatever the Carly's I'm, name. I like, am I. I really hope the guy behind the goblin mask is not little normie. I really hope mm. it's not him. Mm. That'd be kind of lame, I think. But mm. uh, I hope it's more Liz Allen, even though it obviously can't be Liz Allen because we're supposed to think that in the, with the, with the part in this. Yeah, Liz Allen who runs Alchemax. Right. And mm. I just like that Dan Slott is enough of a comic nerd to, or a spidey continuity nerd to even remember Liz Allen and Normie, aka the forgotten I ex-wife was and child. A curious of, of, as to why that was there. Yeah, there. Uh, well, wasn't she Menace like six years ago? Oh no, that's the woman who still is Menace, the blonde, the blonde uh, uh, African American. Thank you. What were you about to say? I no, I was trying. Well, she's like her dad is black, but her mom's white, and I was trying. To, I couldn't think of the right. I thought, Menace, I thought Menace was Liz Allen. No, Menace is not Liz Allen. No, no I don't remember. Really wasn't. I, I All right. promise you. I believe you. I just I Liz Allen was talk far away. The whole more time. Spidey stuff in the next. I want to hear. No, what you we guys need think. to take a break. Yeah, but when we come back, so yeah, we're going to talk about more Spidey news plus Batman TV series stuff uh, and uh, Ninja five. Turtles. Ninja Turtles, yeah. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the break of Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast that loves you for listening to it. But if you want to show more love, 
you need to go to lasertimepodcast.com and help us out. How? Why, there's a PayPal button on the page. You click on that, give a little money to us. It helps things uh, keep a turn in here. It, it shows us that we're, we're doing something that's worth our time. Same with if you bought a t-shirt from the t-shirt store that's right below the PayPal button. It's on the left side of lasertimepodcast.com. Or on the right side, there's a bunch of Amazon links. You could buy what we're suggesting. Or you could just buy anything as long as you buy it through the new tab that opens when you click on it. A little bit of money comes our way. So please, please do that. Also, be sure to subscribe to this on iTunes and write us a new review. Really want some new review, guys? Come on! That made you want to write a new review just hearing me make that noise, right? And now, lastly, it's time for the Hanks Corner Pick of the Week. You know what? I haven't read it yet, but I'm going to assume it's really good because it's got a ton of great reviews. And that is the recent Muppet Comics by Rob Landridge, I believe his name is. It is... It, uh, it has just been collected in Omnibus by Marvel. It was, wasn't published by Marvel originally, but it got tons of great reviews. These Muppet comics that just tell new Muppety stories like just humor comic books. They're really good, uh, and you can get them all, every single issue of it, in one hardcover book for a pretty reasonable price on Amazon. So you can buy that and a bunch of other comics that we suggest through links to this episode, including, you know... If you want to catch up on what Captain America comics you should be reading before you see the Captain America movie, there's links to those on there. If we're talking about Spider-Man, you'll see Spider-Man links, all that stuff. And now, back to the rest of the show. Avengers Assemble! So, you know, I read a news story that uh, felt like it had been uh, unfrozen from a block of ice, which was <laughs> Hulk Hogan to promote WrestleMania on Arsenio Hall. What? Wow. That, yeah, Hulk Hogan wow, that's right. is going to be promoting WrestleMania 30 on Arsenio Hall. I did see that in something Grimm's... Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus on Arsenio Hall yes. with special guest Fred Durst. Timeline is broken. <laughs> I know. No, I know. Arsenio Hall, like that's the that's Age of Ultron. Dude, for is you. that is that show like? <laughs> is it delivered to people on VHS? Is it only it's, on the internet? He knows his audience. Same with like Jane Leno knew his audience of elderly, sleepy people. Like it's the same deal of of our city it's hall. Like I have a television that gets channels, and I feel like I would never find that in a million years. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you watch it online. Does it compete with Ellen? Like it, like no, it's a late. It's a, it's a night afternoon. thing. It's a night thing. Is it our city be. hall? That was his saying. Remember, mm-hmm. it's a night thing. Our city hall. Yeah, yes. get woot, it. Woot woot woot. Yeah, the dog pound. <laughs> but you could. Uh, like Arsenio Hall had wrestling guests all the time. He like, did. He was big for wrestling guests. So mm-hmm. it's 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 funny that when he resumes, he's mm-hmm. him and WWE are still friends. But yeah, it Hulk Hogan is aged so much. I I, I just th- want I watched the Raw with him and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, crazy. What one the Raw? This yeah. week's Raw. Schwarzenegger was on. Yeah, to promote people Sabotage. come on to just yeah. promote movies now. But it was funny because Arnold's a 
Well, one, he has like shrunk and deflated mm-hmm. in the last few years. Uh, but you, it, oh, it's also sad, like with him standing next to Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. he's like six inches shorter than Hulk Hogan. No shit. And wow. and part of it's just like Hulk's a freakish man, mm-hmm. but Arnold in your guy. in your mind's eye, Arnold is like, dude, that's a big man, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, no, he's probably like five ten and normal build at this point. Like, mm-hmm. and he just looks like, what a poor old man. That, but that, <laughs> I am not a small person. I am on the big side. I think we'll have a show up soon with the picture of Hulk Hogan strangling me. Yes. I am dwarfed. Dwarfed in the mm. presence of Captain Terry. Well, that's a, I, I think that's the thing with Terry Buela is that he he spent a lot of his career wrestling people taller and larger than him. True. To, uh, and I... Because that's easy storytelling of David versus Blythe. And his most popular match ever was yeah. against Andre the Giant. Or so, Sylvester Stallone. So, well, he he's like two Sylvester Stallone. Stallone. Mm. Like, he towers over him. but Because he he's like six seven, Like, he's a very tall guy himself. He just lo- We just think of him as smaller, I think, because he wrestled all those huge guys. So, mm. yeah. I, only in a geeky news tied into that, somebody mm-hmm. asked Schwarzenegger how he's going to appear in a new Terminator film. Right, he's an old man. And he had a, he had a fucking legitimate explanation. I was oh, yeah? actually proud of the guy. He's like, yeah, T-800 is a uh, robot, android exoskeleton, and uh, human flesh on top that ages as normal, hmm. normal flesh. I, guess it I don't know flesh, if it's the yeah. same Terminator coming back every time, but if they're all made in the same time period. Oh, no, they're, not, they're, they're, they're a different model. Like, Still, but like it always suggests that like even though they're coming back to the past, they're coming from a point later in the future. Mm-hmm. What? So it makes sense like why he he, he had some logistical, mm. totally comic book acceptable reason why he's he going to look th- ancient. In I the think new Terminator he thinks movie. of these things more than other people. I think he is a smarter. It's guy. Just weird though, because in T two he says like I will function for, and he says how long, mm-hmm. and it's like. That flesh is gonna rot off. Like, well, then he'll just be his robot. Just be a skeleton himself. robot, yeah. just which is, chattering which is around. Hard to, it's hard to show and hard to hide in 1992. So then let mm. me ask: Where are his vocal cords? Mm. That's a good question. How does what what happens when the flesh ages and molts off, and D- it's just uh, a skeleton? That sampling machine. Yeah. So is it just computer. now it comes out of these speakers in his <laughs> yes. teeth? Like I, you know, I'd rather see. Bye, yeah, I'd rather see him first film the new that old Conan movie. Like when he's going to be Conan, but Conan the Destroyer in his old age, which was like a a, a tag on a Conan, one of his Conan films, mm. was to be like, oh yeah, he's going to be the old Conan ruling over mm. his country. And now he's old enough to be that Conan. Like they, they should just make that. Oh, but, can I actually see the sound effect uh, chord really quick? You may. Uh, this is going back. I, I spent a lot of time loading this clip. so uh. It's just deal with it. <laughs> So this is uh, this is our oh. this is our uh, Oh, is this? But I did bother to go find the. Uh... <laughs> so this is Laharl. Wait, what's his name? Liner Laharl is this guy. Right. Uh, this is where you finally approach Misha or Mishka. That's maybe a dog. I don't remember. Uh, with the Grathnode crystal, which is to insert into her lower back, mm-hmm. um, and then when you put it in, you get to explore her mind with her and it's a very intimate thing so this is all one giant meta- thinly veiled metaphor but this is like this is the most tasteful the game is ever okay um, and actually great battle system great soundtrack great art like it's actually the first one's a good game the second one's fine it's just after that it starts to get a little weird with Koga and then I think whatever that anyway uh, some of this dialogue is pretty great 
Oh boy. So the excruciating pacing of this joke. Uh well, I found a video where someone actually turned the voice acting off. Woo! Uh, no, this is this is really fit. great. Uh, yeah. We're gonna have to do it now. Yeah. Uh well he's scrolling through oh, it so it, fast. It stings. Perhaps the hole is too tight. Uh and unless this is uh, it. Unless this is where the voices come in. Uh, oh, God, I want I to do the perfect Japan, Japan, uh, JRPG uh, ellipses. You should perfect Nope, that. took all the voice acting out. So let, me no, hear your, well. let me hear your JRPG ellipses. Well, I recently... Yeah, I, I had it pointed out how much... Uh, how, how lame it is just in... In a lot of like bad Japanese like manga, anime, or games where they just go like, they just say a character's name like Captain, 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 <laughs> Captain. Like it, it's it's not like lost in translation. It's just it's a shitty, it's a cliche. It's just yes. a bad. It's a writing cliche. Uh, but again, I don't know. That's why I want to talk to Greg more about it. Just I'd like to hear. His sometimes it, it, it seems like well maybe the entertainment over there hasn't risen above the cliche and there's some kind of safe oh, harbor no, in the we tradition. get good stuff we've gotten good things that are written on a on a higher level like have, have we i think so okay. anyway guys let's uh, well like well, just saw the wind rises and it was have, wonderful have you watched Nishijo, the show that no i the, haven't I, the, it's so so funny and, and none of it none of it is is it doesn't do any sex stuff. Like, Can we close out our Nishi smoke? Sure, let's, let's do that. Let's remember that. But, uh, all right, guys, uh, the Spider-Man news. I didn't want to talk about that. Jesus, the, the every con- single spider thing. The, the next big I didn't Spider-Man bother looking into line. it that I just wanted to hear what you guys thought because the, what they show is way more Spider-Man than I ever thought have ever existed. It's every alternate universe is Spider-Man, apparently. Like, apparently but every... Had, that really equals something in, like, the six dozen? Yeah, they've... Well, if you count every, like, what-if story that's ever happened... Yeah, Peter Porker is going to be in it. Yeah, it's every Spider-Man. Like, 1602, Peter Porker, the future, the past, other universes, like... Even it's... the web of Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. Come on, pounce nope. on me. Come on, pounce nah. on me. Dork pounce on me. Um, I just, I, I don't me. have the energy to care about this story. I, well, I, I don't know. I'm excited for it. Well, Joe Quesada said he... made for it? Joe I don't is, know. I you should like it. It's all the Spider-Man. You don't have to like it, but you, you damn sure better have a fucking opinion. You should like it. No, it's just like the... F- I'm going to take away this microphone. It's just so many things. Like, it's like, yeah, it's another comic book story that's going to have a lot of fluff and then ends up with... Like, I've been burned by like six times in a oh, row by Marvel and right. Big I hope story. that statement came with an ARP card. <laughs> Sorry. No, Sorry. like, I've read every one of these things in the last like seven Jesus. years and like maybe two of them actually panned out into actually something that I was like, oh, that was worth reading. But all, it's obviously not going to pan out into anything. It's yeah. just a localized story. No, but they're going to promise something. <laughs> well, and it's not going to do it. Joe Quesada thinks it's going to be the best Spider-Man story ever. No way. <laughs> Does he? Does the CEO uh, There was that? some quote that Joe Quesada said to Dan Slott. Like, originally it was going to be planned as a story during the Superior Spider-Man arc, but they said, no, you save this for Peter. Because this could be one of the greatest Spider-Man stories of all time. This is what he... This is Wait, what is, is it Dan Slott says amazing? he was called. Hmm? Is it taking place in Amazing? Yeah, it starts in November. 
I thought Amazing started. Amazing uh, starts, starts in, April. in April. Then they're gonna they're gonna have the return arc, and then when that's over, then oh god, the spider the uh, every single spider. I thought it was just gonna be some like offshoot book. That no, no, it's a it's oh, a storyline within that. Yeah, so well, I mean, that's what I mean. Like you oh, grumpy grumps, man. No, like I'll read it because I've been reading Amazing my whole life, so I will read but it. But I'm it... not gonna get excited about it. I'll tell you why I am slightly as long as it's fun. It can't not be silly if that's the case. I'll tell you why I am slightly excited because. Dan Slott is dealing with Morlun. And Morlun, I think, is one of my uh, most detested villains. Yeah. I think he is a very lame villain. Big thumbs down. Created by JMS to just be like, nope. hey, this is the tough guy. He's really tough. He's the toughest guy Spider-Man's ever fought. Anything more to him? Nah, he's just unbeatable. He's just unbeatable because of his mystic totem powers. And on the totem, yeah. he, he's above or below. Tech- uh. <laughs> but he's just a guy that Spider-Man punches and can't hurt. Like, that's yeah. all. That's his power. Yeah. And then it, he ate his eyeball. Yeah, it's just boring, but it's that I I would hope that if Dan Slott is dealing with him that he's going to that he's got that he's found an interesting angle for Morlun and he's going to make him more interesting than than he was I, in the in Straczynski years. All the hope in the world to that, but it is like this character as far as I know was created on the premise of the spider totem. Yeah, he was he so far only JMS had written him in stories. And it was it was in the the first one and then the other the first storyline and then the other the other is one of the worst things that the other is awful I so bad absolutely hate it with a passion Mm -hmm. they try to make you think like oh yeah Spider Man's dead and like no he's not yeah the whole time it's like no he's not and then so you're like well what is the twist there isn't one Mm -hmm. and meanwhile it's seven issues of Peter getting the shit kicked out of him ruthlessly Mm -hmm. and then his eyeball eaten. And then, Slurp or and then, yeah, and then like Mary Jane's arm broken, like viciously mm-hmm. in a hospital, and then Spider-Man grows stingers in his arms, and, and then kills Morlun, and then kills Morlun, and you're like, eh, eh. and then also I'm sick. Doctor Strange, do you know why? No, Mister Fantastic, do you know why? No, does anyone know why? No, you're just gonna die. God yeah. damn it! This I is the worst. Is. That's JMS, man. The worst. JMS. He's the worst. Boy. So bad. Great, great run on Thor. Yeah. That it, fizzles out like everything he writes, but it mm-hmm. really had a... At least he fizzled out. He was he fizzled out slower yes, in yes, Marvel yes. than he did in DC. Like, oh, in what DC, happened in DC? In DC is like, I'm going to start writing Wonder Woman and Superman six issues later. I'm done. Yeah. Goodbye. Uh, also in the news, speaking of DC, mm-hmm. did you see the, the what Jim Gordon looks like in the detective, in the, yeah. in the Batman show? I Gotham, saw what whatever. Penguin looks like. Yeah, oh, he looks it, good. What does Penguin look like? They, they cast a good Describe Penguin. Describe him to me in an audible format. <laughs> a guy with a pointy nose. But like old, young, it's... Young, they're all young. young. Everybody's young. 20 years younger. Yeah, but the Penguin seems like the guy that's born old. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think he has like a comb over or something. Judging like Danny DeVito's performance. I'm just I annoyed. Danny DeVito was 19 years old when he played that role. I'm annoyed <laughs> that, that Gordon doesn't have a mustache. I think that's... <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think he should have a mustache. It's central to Gordon to have a mustache. It's part of his character. And I think the only reason he doesn't have a mustache is because somebody, some executive somewhere says, like, well, people don't like lead characters to have mustaches on so- shows. If, it makes them, it makes people on edge. What they if don't the first think they can season trust him. is a slow lead to growing one? If he grows a mustache over the first season... Or in the first episode, he has like a joke where he says, "Like I lost that bet, I had to shave my mustache." Like then, then it'll be okay. I'll be more okay. With <laughs> then the whole then the whole show's the, back the on. The mustache needs to be addressed, <laughs> is what I'm saying. They have to deal with it. 
So, right. so when Human Torch wasn't blonde in the Fantastic Four movie, I wasn't cool with that either. I wasn't happy about it, but uh, now his whole face isn't blonde, Henry. I know. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to deal with that? Get- well, once you've moved that far away, like, if you're not white anymore, I'm like, well, then th- we have a whole new... Oh, there, were, there were reports a week or two ago thing. that they were trying to... Fox was quickly trying to remove the cast and Josh Trank from the Fantastic No, I, I heard that was BS. Okay. That it was that they are already trying to rewrite the second film. But mm-hmm. uh, Jesus boy, they're not going to be good. Though, did you guys see the Days of Future Past trailer? Yes, I one? did. It yes. was really good. I really liked it, it. was good. What I didn't like here's the pet peeve in this trailer, and people were right that uh, my pet peeve is that they just have. Xavier walking around in shots. So like, yep, Xavier walking around. He can walk now. And that is weird. I was like, he starts in a wheelchair, and then you just show him walking around. Like, I know in the film, as people pointed out to me, I in the film they will have to have some explanation for it. They're not going to cut to a scene where he walks. Yeah. He's in a wheelchair to him walking. But in but a trailer, it's, it's just so strange to be like, yeah, this is the wheelchair guy. The scenes of which you speak it's, are they not with Patrick Stewart? No, no. McAvoy starts in a wheelchair, being wheeled no, to the No, but when he's room. not in a wheelchair. No, the walking guy is McAvoy. McAvoy's walking in the In trailer. his scenes with Patrick Stewart. No, the, when he's walking around with Magneto in the world. I saw it. I'm, look. <laughs> I've seen these things. <laughs> so, let's, first of all, what, what it sort of looked like to me, um, uh-huh. the scenes I do recall when he's standing Patrick Stewart is in the room mm-hmm. that it's either some Cerebro connection hologram based blah 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 second it involves fucking time travel like mm. you know, there will be an explanation he was clearly yeah. crippled at the, la- at the end of yeah. the last movie well it's a mental brain time travel it's not it's, these are those are good questions to present in your trailer it's like 12 monkeys it's, time it's not travel. something you should say you don't like because you know McAvoy will be in the wheelchair yeah but I don't well I wonder if it's just McAvoy just going like I don't want to sit in a wheelchair all the show the I'm, question is around. why won't he be in the wheelchair and as long as the movie presents it as something cool mm-hmm. I think he'll uh, what, be okay with it I, I, I really want only giant sentinels. I don't want human-sized ones, but it seems like most yeah, of what that... we saw were human-sized sentinels. They were all pretty big. Really? Not, not that Matrix stab robot that took out it was a still, storm. It was still bigger than a person. Was it? Like it that, that, like that seemed, size of a person. That seemed more like Nimrod to me. Mm. No, definitely there was... Yeah, one of them looked like Nimrod to me. Yeah, definitely. And you got so many little flashes of stuff. But like, Fossbender looked awesome. And, and Yeah. And McAvoy, and yeah, I, I would guess some of the people in those X Men roles for the last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have to think a lot of them. Soon, soon death will take them. It's great. It's like the last X Men movie we should have gotten. I, mm-hmm. I can't yeah. say enough good things about ha- seeing that cast assembled. Together. Like Halle Berry's storm is mm-hmm. going to be over. Yeah, uh, I, I guess Hugh Jackman's down for one more Wolverine currently. Oh man, no, I he's going to be an apocalypse, he's, and he's going to be. I think Wolverine. he's locked that shit. He's a He's going to be... He got be a, him well, he just did an day. interview where he's like, they're going to have to recast this role eventually. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, but, he, but he also has a really good deal. Yeah. He's got that executive producer credit and, like, fucking turned down. Like, and what else is he going to do? Like, seriously. I there's don't only know. So he's many, a good actor. That's there's only good. so many musicals you can be in before you eventually stop impressing men for you. Well, no but, it, no, but it's more like... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to call that one, too. No, it's more like... You had, that's an immense, immense strain on mm-hmm. your body to maintain absolute 
yeah. physical perfection <laughs> for nine years. It's true. Going on 14 years now mm-hmm. for him being in X-Men movies because they shot the first one in 1999. Yeah. yeah. Came out July 14, 2000. Again, a follow-up to my last horrible statement. I have a feeling his lifestyle is going to keep him in that condition for uh, no, quite a while. No, but it, it will. But as every at, the, at that age, every year you add, it gets harder than the year he before. He's a fancy man who likes to dance. <laughs> he, he's probably going to look ripped. You're for right. A long Gay time. people are immortal and can't. Hey, now look. This I feel like I feel like now Hugh Jackman's going to come him. out this week I've because you said him. this, but he he is married to a woman, like, and he like says he's twenty, he is, thirty years his senior. He says he is straight. <laughs> he says he is straight. I couldn't care less who he I don't care what he puts his wiener just, in. Elson has doubts about his physique and ability, and I don't. <laughs> I don't think uh, your sexuality makes you inherently more likely to not get tired of eating 4,000 calorie diets. Take a walk around to the Castro. The friendliest I man, live down there. The friendliest men in the universe will happily bench press you upon request. I know plenty of gay people who are not fit. I do. Look, guys. This <laughs> Henry, no, this is going to be settled right here and now. Fate of gay people. Let's do it. Anyway, uh, the trailer was cool. I'm looking. I would say I'm looking forward to it more than Amazing Spider-Man. Now. Oh yeah, Definitely. for sure, for sure. It's it still bugs. Speaking the... of which, the new Goblin Blech. looks like Leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Was that Boxy Marco who sent us the, the close picture? Uh, yeah, about, yeah, on Twitter. That's who I got it from. You know, and, and it, it, my you, problem, Boxy my Marco. problem with it is like, I, on one hand, it's like, sure, I get it because I agree the Power Rangers suit from you know Defoe yes. didn't work. Yeah. I didn't want to see the metal suit again and I don't want to see face paint and I don't yeah. want to see a guy who wears a mask. But, so I'm I, for me it's like that looks like that looks consistent with the Marvel movie universe. But yeah, it's it's just weird though because it's like other movies are really embracing masks mm-hmm. and trying to really get closer to the comics and this is instead this weird in between of the ultimate mm-hmm. goblin which was a goblin. Mm-hmm. It was Norman Osborn becoming a giant green monster the that, that threw fire and had horns and was a giant goblin. Mm-hmm. Got it. This is regular green goblin on a glider, but now you gave him kind of a mutated face. Sort He's seen of. some hard days. And it's like, and then he got really a lot of good product and put it in his hair. And it's like, this <laughs> just looks kind of bonkers. I think but you're forgetting the glitter around his eyes. Yeah. Those so, eyes. all in yeah. all, but all in all, you know, whatever. That's that's the least of my concerns. These I'm are, just wondering if I can even stand the movie. Like, there's just something yes, about yes, it. That, that something doesn't feel right. I can't. Yeah. Pl- I can't place it. It's not like the first one was terrible, but it's just something. The first one was forgettable. I think that's, Super that's a, forgettable. That's a I think they should have just dumped Mark Webb. Like they just didn't. Mark Webb clearly wasn't the right fit oh, as a director. To, he's having to beg them to walk away. <laughs> Where there, there, sh- there should be a billion other people ready to take yes. that job who are better than Mark Webb. Just hire well, anybody. Terrible. I am hoping after Captain America: Winter Soldier is a huge success that everybody who directed an episode of Community will start being hired <laughs> on to direct superhero movies. I just read a dumb story, like. Justin Lin, the director of Fast and the Furious, has directed several community episodes yeah. wow. and might be interested in directing the movie, mm-hmm. which it looks like it's going to be picked up for six seasons. And I think uh, Harmon's like, yeah, that we. I like that. Yeah, I like that Harmon jokes like, yeah, the the joke has become reality just because we've said it enough times. <laughs> and right. also because of the hilarious lack of programming for NBC to use. Oh, yeah, yeah if you should be happy NBC never had a success but because did you see, they the, kept Parks and Rec and yeah. Community on And Parks and Rec sagged a little last year, mm-hmm. but the last two or three episodes recently mm-hmm. have been all really good. Uh, did I, you yeah. the, the new Ninja Turtles trailer should be premiering probably by the time mm-hmm. this is out. 
I'm I hope I'm not too disappointed by it. It's a I it's have, it's no a faith in that weird notion to think of the movie a movie centered around April O'Neil. Yeah, that, or maybe that's just how the trailer frames it. Well, she's the re- Megan Fox is the recognizable face of that film. Like, well, that's who yes. they're selling. And even the original, the, the 1991, which is still a good in, movie. In the beginning, it's centered around. Yeah, it, it at least it's established. It has, it has a human movie, anchor, which I just watched again. It's and good. It was fucking transcendent. It's a great movie, like a movie shot in real New York. Yeah, uh, in real New York with real, like, just actual people to yeah. react to, like puppets. Like, yeah, no, that first movie, like the second one, gets into total like this is a kids movie mm-hmm. and it's pretty goofball. I and didn't I finish and I, it, but like that, that those opening bits, like. The Foot Clan's operation on the, across the across the river, like yeah. these are fucking gorgeous shots. That I don't yeah. think people can afford to they pull didn't off. Make and it's right that that and all of that takes place like just as New York was like digging itself out of like mm-hmm. a pretty like rough time, right? And it, yeah. yeah, and it was certainly I think maybe because there wasn't enough expertise. I think if they the the like the chi- the Hong Kong production company that was the main workers on the Shaw Brothers, mm-hmm. if they if they had more American influence, they probably would have told them like. Hey, what is our audience? Let's really pick it out. If this is 11-year-olds, then we shouldn't get this dark. We shouldn't yeah, have yeah, characters yeah. do this. But instead of like, no, this guy's just going to shout, damn, and get beaten to death. And he's going to say, damn, damn, damn. It was, well, well, it, was, it, was, it was a graphic novel movie. Yeah. You guys know what a crumpet is. I say that at least once a month. You got to know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. My my Raph impersonation there was Yogi Bear. You got to know what a crumpet is. Guys, the question of the week. Let's reset. Question of the week. I have a new question of the week theme. Oh, do we? Yeah. have a new question of the week for this week? Theme. Oh, theme. If you have a question, I... I have a... Sorry, it's almost 420. That was pulled up on the computer. It's a month until 420. Look, you can never be too prepared. You're counting the days. I'm not going to be the fucking grasshopper in this situation. I will be ready for 420. (laughs) You're going to be storing up your green. The Donkey Kong Country one is my favorite. You mean Smokey Bong Bluntry? All right, can well, you, can you try to load up Nietzsche but then skip to the end? So, that's all how we, the show's going out. So, all we hear is we. That's how the show will go out, people. Uh, all right, so last week's question was which type of film costumes do you prefer, colorful or realistic? And uh, the first responder, as I usually explain uh, at this point. Super Drive? No, it's Cooper, for a change. uh, The guy with the cute little bear drawing. The recent Marvel movies have proven that big and colorful can be done on screen without looking silly. I did want to. Did you see Silver or Quicksilver in the Avengers? I didn't see the pictures of it. Yeah, I saw. I saw. He's one of the bolder choices of characters. Yeah, it is almost like a straight up cost. Like it looks almost there goofy. Are, there are two pictures that can be taken out of context and mm-hmm. look really, really. Yeah, kind of it's shitty. it's close. It's did you that'll s- be rough. Uh, oh yeah, you see at the at a press conference they talk shit on. Uh, 
and a Captain America pressman they talk shit on Superman versus Batman because that's now has the same release date as Captain America three, which that's how fucking far off Superman yeah. versus Batman is. But but they're really gonna ride that Man of Steel hype train. Like, oh wait, wasn't oh, it yeah. like a battle to see who would back off the date? Yeah, first? and fucking DC didn't have the balls, DC fans. That's right. <laughs> I just can't believe they're going to go... Like, how many years will that be between Man of Steel? Four years. Four, three years. Three, yeah, three years. Mm. It was well, 20, 2013 yeah. to... I mean, Batman Begins and Dark Knight was three years. When so. you're used to two Marvel movies a year to yeah. wait three years for the DC One. film universe to actually start. Yeah. I mean, that's the cadence of Dark Knight stuff, so mm. They just take their time. They, DC if it can be anywhere on that level, that's fine. But I think, uh, the, but anyway, the, I brought that up because Sam. They asked people at the Winter Soldier press event what you thought, what they thought of it, and some people were nicer than others. And Samuel Jackson said, "Like, well, what you know, Marvel has awesome heroes, and DC has interesting villains. Yeah. That's like, that's, that was the nicest thing you could say." Super Giraffe says, whatever the source material has, the Avengers wear bright colors in the comics, and they look great in the movie. The designs were tweaked a little, but they were pretty close. The, the, one, the one moment where they're standing together on the streets of New York mm. is a pretty beautiful sequence. It's a great moment. I love that I moment. never liked Cap's outfit in that movie. It's, I think it's you're never going to like it then. It's never going to get no. better than that. No. It I, never I, looks right. No. no. Well, well, in the World War II parts, in the Cap movie, yeah. when it's like The a mask helmet, has to be a helmet. Like That's that's, that's fine. And that's what Ultimates did in the beginning. Yeah. And that was fine. And that's There's, why I love in the new one, he's just wearing his Steve Rogers secret agent. Yeah. That's the thing. When the mask connects at the neck. Yeah, it, it's that's, bad. That's where the problem comes It looks in. too goofy. Uh, Jay Button says, colorful all the way. I'm always annoyed by movie costumes that either cop out with black leather or wash out the colors like the last couple Superman suits. Not everyone is Batman. Uh, that could be a horrible precedent set by the original uh, yeah. Batman. It's the dark. Uh, Christopher Nolan has mm-hmm. damned us to realistic leathery suits from now on. Well, I mean, also the first X Men movie. And the X Men. Yeah. The I'm Matrix set up really. By Tim did. Burton's Batman. Yeah, that's too. But I mean, even then, it's like shiny rubber. Sp- Spider Man 2002, mm-hmm. like, got away from that right away. Mm-hmm. A busful of none says, I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. The Avengers worked because the costumes were relatively normal looking. But someone like Doctor Strange or 616 Hawkeye would look goofy as hell. Which I, is I'd true. I'd like to think uh, Michael Grimm is elite just for his gif and his avatar profile. I love the, that gift. Dog yeah. being bomb- the small dog being bombarded with... Uh... Oh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> that poor doggy. Oh, poor doggy. So funny. Uh, let's see. Joe. I, do, I do feel like the Hawkeye movie, <laughs> like the, the Marvel movie Hawkeye, could use a little more purple. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a little mm-hmm. too close to just black leather. You could just wear a purple top or something. Just or some purple. more more accents. It'd be fine. Uh, Joe says, I like the porn parody costumes. Those are surprisingly <laughs> good a lot of the time. <laughs> and uh, one more. Let's see. Really, really frames China's dick. <laughs> Slain oh. Puddle says, happy birthday, Chris. Hey, thank you. All right. So this week's question. You know what? Let's go with an easy one that is not about movies, but goes back to my complaint at the start of this one. Who is your favorite mustachioed superhero? Ooh. And, uh, you know what? I will go first with Doctor Strange. <laughs> Damn it. I love Doctor Strange's mustache. Like, it, it makes him look like a groovy guy. Like, that was this thing that he was supposed to look like 
a Greenwich Village smart guy. Like, that's where he lives. He lives in Greenwich Village, which is like, at, well, in the 60s, was the artsy, fartsy part of New York City. I don't we, know we what wa- it We walked through it uh, in 2012. Oh, yeah? It seemed cool. It seemed, I mean, I, you know, living in the hate, it seemed on par-ish with kind of like that. It is really fun to walk. I, I, I want to just visit New York again just to be like, hey, this is, I'm in Queens. That's where yeah. Spider-Man grew up. I, this is where the Baxter building is located. Like, I don't know if you're is... going to go walking around all the way out to Queens. but I could take a trip out there. I, you look, could. I, you could. I need to visit all five boroughs. If man, New York City is not just Manhattan. Yeah. You're right. I didn't say it was. Anyway, Doctor Strange, I like his mustache. And I like that despite, no matter how they design his costume... They keep his mustache pretty much the same. Yeah, right. So, yeah, that, I think that would be the biggest sacrilege in any depiction of him if he did not have a mustache. That's mm-hmm. one I can see people getting up in arms. Yeah, I like uh, uh, Omni Man, Invincible's father. Oh from yeah, Invincible, but it's sort of cheating because uh, it's later revealed his entire race. race. They love mustache. Yeah, it's like it's like the same thing. Uh, the North Korean president just ordered that everybody get haircuts like him. Like they, <laughs> You know, it all makes sense if you're reading the news and this comic. Here's a here's a fun bit of political mm-hmm. facial uh, hair trivia history. And you really know this demographic that uh, <laughs> that during under the Taliban's rule, they Afghanistan could not compete in Olympic boxing because all of the boxers were forced by under the like, oh, under the, the law to have beards. And if you want to compete in Olympic boxing, you cannot have a beard. I think it's about like seen as a cushion or something of a punch. Oh, no, because you can hide horseshoes in there and mm. put them in your boxing <laughs> That's how they did it in Punch-Out. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so they couldn't compete in the Olympics for boxing. I, I just remember reading a news story that was like, uh, um, uh, Afghanistan boxers celebrate America. They can now they can now compete in the Olympics. <laughs> so, yeah, Brett mustache. I can't. I honestly can't. not one character. Dumb, Dugan. That's literally who I was thinking of. Yeah. Was Dum Dum Dugan? Yeah, Dum Dum Dugan. Sure, there sure. you go. All right. <laughs> like I can't think of anyone else. More George Thunderbolt Ross. No. Yeah. He's Red Hulk now, right? Yeah. yeah. When his mustache disappears when he becomes the Hulk and then comes back when he changes. I guess his skin gets so big, the hair gets like sucked into his face and then he shrinks back. Oh, the hair's out again. Sure. Yeah. All I, right. Yeah, strange. I, I've tried. I can't think of any... There aren't a lot of guys lot. with mustaches. I mean, if you included, you know, goatees, then, even, then definitely Ollie would be in there. Temporary mustaches, I think, mm. can count. As well. Like how Bruce Wayne had a mustache yeah. at the very start of The Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, so in the comment, No, not in the comments. Some of you guys have been putting stuff in the comments. And while I appreciate every comment I get, I'm not going to read your replies. We read the replies off the forums. So you got to go to the forums. Go to the forums to answer this week's question. Did you give Apocalypse instead of Horrible Preston? I know. It's teaching people the wrong thing. Well, you know, it is easier to do in the comments. Well, I, well, we want people on our forums, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, so this is where we reach the end of the show, guys. Yes. It's time for plugs. Um, laser time this week, baby. We've got Hollander Cooper on talking about conspiracy theories after watching an entire the documentary. Because uh, no theories, plural. Okay, we're talking uh, the Illuminati, mm-hmm. and after watching an enti- it's after watching an entire Jesse Ventura special on the Lizardmen elite, uh, <laughs> Jesse Ventura, <laughs> the uh, Denver Swastika Airport, JFK, yeah, a bunch of weird. I was just in the theories. Denver airport, and then was talking to him at that PC gamer oh, thing I've on never Saturday. Heard of that. 
Like, I've been to the Denver airport multiple times, mm-hmm. and, like, we had just been there that week, and he was like, oh, yeah, it's a giant swastika from the, from the air, which is kind of true, mm-hmm. but then it, did you know it's built on top of it, like... <laughs> yeah. And again, not that he believes in it, he's just he knows the theory. Yeah, and the, well, there's and pictures like, of like been there. this is commemorated to the New World Order of, of Airport Societies. And like, no such society actually <laughs> exists. Who put the New World Order plaque in the Swastika Airport? It's for life. <laughs> if you like, uh, if you like conspiracy theory comics, you should read the Invisibles, which I've brought up before on here because it's all uh, it, it's all about every conspiracy theory of the late '90s being true. I read the first one and halfway through, Mm -hmm. or maybe I finished it, I can't remember. I've mentioned this on the show before, but I thought it was like a one-shot thing. And then I got to the end or I realized, wait a minute, this is some (laughs) huge... Nope, I don't have time for this. But what you do have time for is... Uh, VG Empire, video game music podcast. This year we've done a Persona episode, uh, Mystical Ninja, we did Parappa and Umjammer Lammy. Uh, we just posted a Metal Gear Solid episode since uh, Ground Zeroes came out, mm-hmm. and uh, other episodes still to come. All right, and VG... oh, I also started. Sorry, I started adding some to YouTube. So I mean, you can uh, the Plock episode, F Zero GX episode, and the WrestleMania wrestling games episode are all awesome. on YouTube. Uh, you could probably search that. I also do sequential fart on Tumblr, which is out of context comic book panels. Speaking of WrestleMania, don't forget to listen to the Cheap Popcast. Uh, we're definitely going to do one around WrestleMania, uh, which is now two, no, April, one April, week away. It's April 6th, so yeah. uh, sometime that week there'll be a Cheap Popcast. So exciting there, too. And Fidget Game Apocalypse, the video game. Podcast! It might be taking the week off. Maybe. Get, prepare yourselves for that, folks. And until next time, Excelsior! Smoke, 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 sm